Hi guys, welcome back to No Chit Just Chat, and I'm your co-host Emmy. And today I'm doing a single episode, but I have two special guests. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Taylor. I'm Emmy's cousin. Hi, I'm Becky. I'm Emmy's mom. And we are gathered here today. Well, tomorrow we're actually flying out very early in the morning to get to get to go to Nashville. Woo! And we're getting. I'm gonna get my first tattoo. A matching one with my mom, so I'm very excited about that. It's, it's going to say always with a heart. And I remembered to bring the paper that... Tell them why. Oh, I, I will, I will. But anyways, I designed it, which is super cool. But the reason why is because my mom always says, I'm always in your heart. So that's why it was going to be always with a heart. Anyways, and Taylor, are you getting one? I might be. I'm just a fly by your seat of the pants kind of girl. I've never I, heard that. I though. don't know what to, I don't know what I'm going to get. I already have, I've had four, I had two removed. Well, that looks like, well just one keep... looks like go-go boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got one done when I was 20 on my foot that. Said go-go fish. Go-go fish. It, <laughs> oh, was, go, go, fish. it was not it go-go didn't. fish. It was an actual date, but by the time I got to be like 28, it looked like. Go-go fish. Yeah, like Dr. Seuss wrote on my foot or something. <laughs> I I, it was terrible. Taylor is one of our. Um, what was it? Usual listeners. So. Oh yeah, I do listen. She does listen. I would I'm say a, never once a porter. Also. I'm a regular. <laughs> She's a reg. Anyways, you might know that we do a good old drink of the day <laughs> every single time. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> ASMR of the one and only Cane's lemonades with their ice. Their ice is superior. I have to. Their pebble ice. It's so. And then Rebecca's not drinking hers. Rebecca's got a spot on her shirt. Oh my gosh! Of course I do. You can't go to the. You can't wear that to the airport now. I wasn't planning on it. Hoopay! Yeah. Okay, say what you're drinking. I'm drinking um and W diet root beer. Woo! Zero sugar. Zero, Zero sugar. <laughs> and we just munched on that three finger combo from Cane's with an extra Cane sauce, Always. obviously. So talking about. Go go fish. No oh god. And that little messed up when you were twenty. Today's topic is going to be things they wish they knew, or the all advice they could give to their past twenty year old selves. Ta da! Ta da! Okay, so I'll start with <laughs> I just turned thirty five in November. So woo woo. Five more years, and or four more, wait, no, five more years. Five, yes. Yeah, I usually round up in the ages, but when I got to 35, I was not going to round up anymore. But I am 35, and I have a first grader, a seven-year-old little boy named Hunter, and a husband. So I'll tell you guys, (laughs) really, what you should do when I live vicariously through you guys on these podcasts. And... (laughs) And you talk about things, and I'm like, oh my god, I wish I would. (laughs) Take me back to Ohio State. Yeah. Emmy and Becky. <laughs> See, okay, so let me talk a little bit about... So Emmy's like one of those really focused people who's known what they've wanted to do their whole life. And Becky is like a retired teacher for like... Okay, no, I haven't always wanted to. Okay, but when did what did you think you were going to go into? Pretty much from your whole like adult life, you knew yeah. what you wanted to do. I knew into. I wanted to do something medical, I'll say that. Yes, and, but uh, you wanted to be an artist when you were little. Again, I wanted to be a maid at one point. A maid? Yeah. Or a dentist. 
Oh, a dentist. That's made a dentist, an artist, a professional ballet teacher, whatever you. Oh. Yeah. Hunter, Hunter wants to be, uh, he told me he wanted to be a lawyer, but then before that, he wanted to be a professional DJ. <laughs> night specifically marshmallow which i told him that there's already one but see he did come up with the idea that maybe he'll be a lawyer during the day and then on the nights when he doesn't have to do work he'll be djing that's gonna be be a dj and lawyer very very good you know what you gotta keep a nice balance yeah a work life balance i tell you yeah but so my degree was I, i started out my first quarter and I thought, I'm going to be a teacher like my Aunt Becky and my mom. And then I started it, and I was like, oh, God. New. New, 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 new. I didn't even know that. Yeah. I, had, I, I didn't know did an you. Major? Early childhood. Oh I did it for gosh. one one quarter. And well, I was I like, not even this shit's for the bird. <laughs> I, I said, I am not patient enough. So then I switched to... Mm-hmm. Strategic communications with a minor in... Strategic? What's the difference of... It's just like um, public relations. Oh, okay. Um, so PR falls under that. Media studies follows, you know, and then my minor's in broadcasting. So, like, I actually took... Isn't that what Matt's doing? Yeah. In yeah. case in communications. Oh, well... <laughs> That's the both worlds here. I did, the exactly. circle of well, life. Like well, Matt said he life. needs. <laughs> Matt said he wants to do an internship. So where's he going to intern? Uh, I don't know. I interned. I interned at Fox News when yeah. I was uh, Emmy. What Emmy came to visit? And fun so fact: cool. I was Little Bo Peep. Yeah, she got no. to be on national TV. You were Strawberry Shortcake. That's why oh. your mother is here. You were <laughs> Strawberry Shortcake. You were not little bit. Sorry, guys. I have a really bad memory. Yeah, and I was, what, 20? Okay, so I was like 21. 21 at the time. I just turned, I just turned 22 when I was there. That'll be when Matt, well, he wants to probably do it between his. I did it between my junior and my senior year. Yeah, that's what he was thinking. Yeah, so I did it, but then I had to graduate a quarter or two quarters late. One, because I did never do shit. And then the second one was because I actually took an internship. So maybe that's another advice. But I tell, do people, your shit. I tell people that it's because I took an internship. But really, it's because Taylor liked to partay. So is your advice to do your shit? Well, I don't know. I mean, look at me now. <laughs> look at me now. Um, I would say do your shit, but don't also like focus on it because now looking back, I would say my probably like the most fun that I ever had was when I was mentally doing well in school, but also not letting myself get to the point where I was like hyper-focused because I have a ton of anxiety and I'm, I mean, like it runs in the family, it obviously, does run in the family. and the OCD and the, you know, it's just all in there. So the anxiety when I, also passed down to the adopted family. Yeah. I can't wait. Huh? My son's adopted too. So we'll see, like, apparently nobody in this family wants to have their own children. So we just adopt yeah, other just people's adopt. children. Yes. But, um, yeah, I don't, I, I really would say that my advice would be, you know, make sure that the weekends you do the time to work on yourself because it doesn't matter how good you do in school. As soon as you get out of school, no employer is going to give a crap if you have a 4.0 and you spent your every single day. It's literally mm-hmm. people hire you for your personality. And yes, it's good to get in the door for resumes and stuff to have some background. And, and I did do 
you know, kind of like Matt does, I did a ton of like internships and worked. Mine was mostly in TV. Um, but then I did do like radio and stuff like that. So I would say get a lot of internships because that's where you meet a lot of people and be okay to take like the crappy job right when you get out of school. So like right away, I got a job um, at NBC4 being like a the intern that was paid for like nothing, but you still got to know it. And then after that, I did that for like six months. And then I got a job at um, Huntington National Bank, which is not even what I went to school for, but it was something that you know, I kind of just needed to take a step back. But I guess I would say like for me is my number one thing that I look back at you guys and you're like, oh, well, like I don't want to go out. Well, then don't go out. Like who cares? You're not going to, when you're 35 like me, you're not going to look back and think, God damn, I wish I really would have gone to that ranger. <laughs> you know, you're thinking, God damn, I wish I could stay up past 1030. <laughs> That's really good. Woo! I am a broadcasting major. I mean, Killer. What do you what do you say? Beck. I mean, we, we, I mean the thing is, okay. Beck. We gotta Beck. say, so Becky is older than me, obviously, because she is my mom's do- sister. Not daughter. She's actually my sister and I'm your aunt. Um no. Well, but I would say that a lot of times it doesn't matter generationally, because we've all been there. I think and we've all been to college. I think it doesn't matter how old you are. You still have the same sort of regrets because you look back at your, you know, I mean, like I look back and I think, oh my God, it wasn't, I don't know how, 15 years ago that I was in school. Like it seems like yesterday or it seems like I can remember, oh, you know, yes. certain things that happened. Like somebody's like, oh, remember that? And I'm like, oh my God, yes. I remember mm-hmm. this one time that my car got towed or, you know, this yeah. one thing. It just comes back to you like in an instant. Well, I think since I graduated like 115 years ago, (laughs) I would have to say that I feel exactly the same way. I feel like you need to, you need to work hard, but you need to also play hard. Mm -hmm. And I think I actually wrote that in your graduation book. Work hard and play hard. Because even back in the 1800s, (laughs) when I was in college... We played hard. Where we wrote on pebbles. Yes. We had had stones and, yeah, tablets. But I can remember my college years being the most fun years that I had because you live with your friends and you... And again, I, since living in an apartment, I can definitely say I've, you know, just had more fun Mm -hmm. living on my own and not having to worry about, like, I don't know, just having the dorms like all around and just and it prepares you like I think if you never live on your own I mean I moved away when I was 18 and I never went back home I mean I was different than Emmy because I moved away from my parents um my mother's trying to call me how rude (laughs) does she not know know that we are busy we are busy um but anyway I moved away and I never went home I think I got a boyfriend who was older than me and I got a boyfriend. I got me a boyfriend. I got me a boyfriend on eBay. I got myself a boyfriend. <laughs> but anyway, he was much older than me and so like Well he wasn't much you make it sound like he was forty or something. Okay, no, I was 20. I was well, when I started the first boy that I dated, I was eighteen and he was a senior. And then after that I broke up with him, and I got me another boyfriend. <laughs> and that boyfriend, when I was 20, he was 28. 
So I'd say he's a really big. That really kind of is. I didn't. He didn't act twenty eight though. Yeah, he still doesn't act forty. He just turned forty, I think, this year. Well, he's got to be older than forty if I'm thirty five. <laughs> Let's do the math. Again, someone's math was Maddie, if you listen to this somehow, yes. I don't know how old you are, but yes. I know you were twenty eight when I turned yes. twenty because I thought, holy cow, well, this guy does older. not have Let's his shit together. Let's do the math now. Math is Emmy's strong suit, but not Taylor's or my strong suit. Yeah, you guys can talk the talk and write the right. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, I'm very good at writing. <laughs> yes, and so is Taylor. Yes, but not so good at math. <laughs> yes, my okay. I want to tell you. So my I just, I just so my husband texted me because he's got my son and obviously his child, and uh, we we are getting new furniture and it's not coming for a few days. So Josh left this morning, and when I came back, he said, "I'm just gonna sit and watch some TV." There's no furniture in the house. He said it. There's a couch. There's two little like love seats or two little seats over here. But Josh is like, uh, nothing. Yeah. So he left this morning and he had furniture and he came back to the house oh, and he has nothing. Well, I guess build yourself a little um, fort with the blankets and pillows. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's another thing is um, I would say I moved away when I was 18 and I had no clue how to take care of myself. You know, I lived in a dorm my freshman year and then after sophomore year I. Uh, moved into a condo and I was like I don't know how to do anything and Emmy was telling me a story about how she did, turned her heat, her heat completely off oh. in the dead of winter and <laughs> Becky and I were both like you moron but I don't think at 18 or 19 all of the reasons I, I thought yeah. it would be so smart because we were like oh my gosh we're saving we'll save so much we're money. saving the earth but again that was whenever the huge snowstorm happened and um, our apartment complex was like, don't forget to turn up your heat all the way. We'll leave the, um, or like keep it at a nice temperature yes, a regular and temperature. have your water like dripping. So the p- pipes don't freeze yes. us on the other hand, decide to <laughs> totally <laughs> turn it off. So <laughs> totally don't worry. Off. Our pipes didn't break. They're okay. Um, something that Taylor said that I feel like a lot of people going straight into college are like, like lots of people are undecided. Excuse Who is you. texting you? Excuse us. We but... are popular. <laughs> it's your mom. It's my sister. She just texted me and said, call me. Talk to me. I'm, I'm okay. I'd like to also give you, when you turn 35, no one ever calls you because they want to talk to you. They call you because they typically want to talk to your kid. But she realized, she said, I just called you. Call me. Taylor Marie, answer me. And I said, I'm doing a podcast. I'll call you later. And she said, okay. And then she instantly texted <clears throat> Becky. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm doing a podcast also. Well, I was going to say, just because a lot of people freak out because they have to, like, switch majors. Oh, yeah. It's it's normal. It happens constantly. And I thought I was going to switch to marketing. Don't do it. (laughs) I would give you, like, a... Okay, so this is another piece of advice that my husband and I both have talked about. So my husband is in marketing. He doesn't do marketing. He is the national um, sourcing manager for a huge home buyer so essentially he oversees the whole nation and (laughs) basically he's the president he he reports the ceo basically (laughs) but his degree is in marketing and so he's been doing this for quite some time and has worked his way up the ladder so don't think just because you go into like a broad something like me like communications that you have to essentially do that but my advice has always been to like my son and people to ask is to try to pick something that is you know 
like more specific. So like if you know that you're really interested in nursing, go into nursing. If you're interested in, you know, engineering, go to be an engineer because those are the kind of jobs that yes, you might have on your resume and people, you know, but you can always switch from those. You can also go into like sales and and all that kind of stuff, but it's better to, and from what I've known from working for large companies and stuff before is it's better to get something that is specified Rather than just rather than get something broad, because if you see something coming across your desk that says you know broadcasting, people are like, oh okay, well that's cool. If you see something that says business, you know people are like, that's a dime a dozen. And and for me, I guess I'm I've always said to my son is like, you know he's in the first grade, so he doesn't you know they have to write what do you want to be. And I was telling them, you know, I told you guys he wants to be marshmallow, but also (laughs) marshmallow the DJ, not marshmallow the food. YouTuber last year, so I mean, dream big. I mean, he's really wants to be like Mr. Beast or somebody, which oh. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, go ahead, take mommy, take care of mama. <laughs> you take no, care. Mr. Beast is he's got money, yeah, he does nice things, but I guess hey, that so is give a, him a good he camera. He give did camera. on his Christmas list, he wanted a, a Lamborghini. Hunter did. Ooh, I was gonna say, start with the camera, and then a school. Start I said, Why do you want a school? And he said, So then that way I don't have to go because I own it. <laughs> I'm like, Huh. Got big dreams. I like dreams. you are creative, but I would say that would be a number thing. Number one thing is to like kind of have an idea of what you want to go in because a lot of times you'll go in and your advisor will kind of say like, well, why don't you do business or you do this because like my husband said they told him to focus in sales because you can make a lot of money. <clears throat> well, yeah, you can make a lot of money, but you start out at forty grand and you're selling suits to people on the streets of Chicago, like my husband did, you know? And so for him, he was instantly like, this isn't making money. This is, you know, they're paying you a base and you can make more money, but it's so, it's so broad that it was just too broad. So that's another advice. Like try to focus on one thing. And it, and just because you start out doing it for five, 10 years, it doesn't mean you have to do it when you're like, you know, a 35. I know a lot of people who are, you know, changing careers or trying to find something else to do. I think sometimes, though, because um, I'm looking at it at the other end, like because, towards the end of my career. Oh, I was going to say because you <clears throat> knew what you wanted to do from the well, start. Well, I did, but I'm, I have found since I'm a retired teacher and I am also now working again in a different field, I find that after you have that base of experience um, when you're young, when you get a little bit older and you're looking for a job, a lot of times they don't even care yeah. what your major was because I'm working in social work now and that was not my major. Obviously it was education and they are just looking for a degree. I have my master's. So there were a lot of places I looked that just wanted a master's degree. They didn't really care what it was in. And then again, the important thing is the interview and how you come across and whether they like you. And if you you're and... easygoing, I, I've <laughs> always heard too. So, um, you know, from what I've done, I do contract work now. So I'm a contract um, public relations person and do media for that. And I'm in contract with some big companies and people that are like, you know, in Washington, D.C. and stuff. And 
I think from you is from like the outside looking in is it's like the elevator pitch. Everybody's like, well, what's your elevator pitch where you can, and if you don't know what that is, do you know what that is? No. Okay. So is like, it just like how you sell yourself? You sell your, so mm-hmm. it's like, if you're stuck in an elevator with somebody just for like four to five <laughs> floors, what do you say to them instantly to get hired for the job? And a lot of people it's like, they think, well, the elevator pitch is going to be like, well, you know, I'm going to sell you this. This is why I'm going to be the best, all this kind of stuff. And really I think from the outside looking in and being in like positions where, you know, now I kind of like run my own company or do my own thing too. It's one of those situations where I want to work with people who come to me that their elevator pitches, this is what I need. And this is where, what I can offer. And they're honest about it. You know, they're not like, Oh, I'm, you know, I'm so cool. I can do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It, you want somebody who is very humble, but also somebody who is, you know, you can trust. And that's always what I think going out of school is like, you know, especially for like nursing and people like that. And, you know, everybody says, well, like you got to get people from minorities and you got to do all this and, and all this kind of bull crap. Yeah. When you do work for a big company, yes, you do. But it's also like, if I walk in the door and Emmy walks in the door and we both have the same amount of experience, what's going to have the impact on the people. So like the hiring person and it's going to be our personality. It's not going to, you're already in the door, you know, your resume gets you in the door and those are your internships that get you in the door. But once you're in the door, you have to literally sell yourself. So I guess for me is telling people things that I wish I would have known as a, you know, um, like a graduate, a five-year graduate, <laughs> just with a bachelor's, nothing else. But what about that internship? But that internship was killer, and that party yeah. end was also killer. But um, what I wish people would have said to me, like, when I went in and talked to my advisors, and they're like, yeah, you need to take, you know, broadcasting 5,600 and stupid, and I'm just like, oh, you know, like, somebody needs to prep you for when you get out of college. It's not all about what you've done in college and you know like in high school too it's all about like ticking the boxes of like I wish that you've got to do this you got to do this you have to have 16 different you know extracurriculars you got to be an A plus student you have to have a 30 on your ACT yeah I definitely feel like high school doesn't prepare you for college at all and it doesn't even matter like I went to a very very small school and you went to like a you know a medium-sized school and I think that we're all in the same boat when we go to school we're all just like confused and it's a new environment and all of a sudden, like, going from high school where you had to take this, these yeah. four core classes, all of a sudden, it's all up to you. And right. all of a sudden, you're just like, oh, you're like, And gosh, they give you choices, and you're like, I don't know. Choose my career for the rest of my life, possibly, which yeah. is a lot of pressure. And I think that that's where they drop the ball in almost every school that you go to. Or, you know, like, the guidance counselors are, you know, in high school don't really prepare you. I don't know if it's the guidance counselors anymore. I don't yeah. know who does it now. But, you know, I think once you get to school, then you get, like, an instructor or somebody that's like your mentor and and luckily like for me I got a good mentor that was like here this is where you apply for internships and once you get an internship at you know 610 that's where I got my news internship then they'll hire you at this place and then it's just like over and you just bounce from here to there to everywhere but I think the hardest part is like just realizing that it's not all about the resume it's all about the person too because you know it's just who do you want? You're with your family less than you're with your work family, I think. So if I have to be stuck with some dumbass sitting beside me who has a good resume, I'm going to jump right out that building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, or I'm not going to stay because I'm not going to want to, you know, have to deal with said dumbass that sits beside me. 
good stuff. It's good stuff. Good stuff. That's good. That is good stuff. Yeah. I don't know. I think that, you know, from the outside looking in and listening to you guys talk and stuff. And I think that I just wanted to say that I think Gabby has like such a good, um, you know, like perspective on life. And I never, why should that? Huh? Nothing. Let just go on. Yeah. No, you're not there yet. I've never <laughs> talked about you yet. Um, but I do think that the way that she does talk about like, you know, how she just doesn't care. Like, oh, I should go out this weekend. But you know what? I don't want to. And, that, like, I think I was more of, like, I lived with three girls. And we lived in the short north. And, you know, we had to take taxis back in the day. Um, and my one roommate, the only way we'd get a taxi is she'd always show her boobs. So we always had to, <laughs> we always had to take old Logan with us because she was the hot, tall one. Um, so you got to get yourself one of those friends that's just willing to do anything to get in free. Uh, I do have a few of those. Well, yeah. And now, like, look at her over there making a killing, being medical sales and up, like, on the front row of, like, the Blue Jackets game. I'm like, oh, look at you, Logan. Uh, but anyway, I would just say that, you know, I think that Gabby's perspective on how she looks at things and same for Emmy, like, going into school when she said she wanted to be in nursing and do all this kind of stuff, I think, you know, I always said to her, like, just make sure you have fun, you know, like, and she had a, she went into school having a boyfriend and I, um, I got myself a boyfriend. <laughs> she got herself, God, she has to remind everyone. She but got I will tell you, I did go to school with a boyfriend from high school and he lasted one week when I was in high or in college because my mom and dad brought him up to see me and I didn't tell him that I was breaking up with him. So my parents brought him up, and I broke up with him, and he cried the whole way home in the car. <laughs> my mom is still mad at me and i've been married for almost 11 years to a totally different man that i didn't get in high school i mean or in college i guess i did get him like my senior year of college but i found him found <laughs> him off the street yeah uh yeah and speaking of getting him he's over here asking me questions we have nothing no food for kids get yourself a man too that knows how to like problem solve that's mm. another advice that I got for you. Mm. Oh man. Yeah. So I don't know. What do you think, Beck? I don't know. I'm just enjoying listening. What was your advice on as being uh, a mother? Because like, oh, you know, I'm only her new perspective yeah, of like, being I, like a mother. Like being no, a mother, mother to a um, oh, a college, college student. student. Yeah, because I'm like mother to a seven-year-old boy who yeah. I worry about constantly. Is you know he being nice and do people like him? And I just can't even imagine. You know, I was talking to a friend at work who has Hannah, who's uh, just the same age as Emmy, and going into teaching and stuff. And her mom Heather was telling me like how you just <clears> never <throat> get over the fact that you worry about your kids. No, and I'm you like, always you always think as like a young mom. I'm like, oh, I can't wait till he's you know, 18 and out of the house and I don't ever have to worry about him. And you're like, no, that's not, no, how, it is. That's no. not how it is. I think, um, I, I think I have adjusted better than Emmy's dad, Mike, which is surprising, having, which is surprising because I thought I would just be a total wreck, but you've kept yourself busy, but I have kept myself busy and I also want her to, have a great experience 
her dad would like her to live at home and <laughs> not date till she's 35 and all those kind of things. But, um, it's definitely like you have to adapt with your child. Yes. Like, and I thought I would really have a harder time with it, but I see her a lot and I keep busy and it just, I just, I think part of it is I am so happy that she's happy. If she were miserable, it would be different. I mean, it would be a very difficult experience. Because there's nothing you could do about no, it, really. No, because you're an adult and you have to you have to make your own way. And and I, I must say, and I'm sure every parent can can relate, you know, when your child is disappointed or mm -hmm. upset, oh, it's so hard as a mom. Or when they're sad. Oh, it's terrible. Mm -hmm. It's really awful. But she has been happy so far, and so that makes me happy. So I think we've I think we've adjusted very well, actually. But you always worry about them. I mean, mm -hmm. always. I always tell her to be safe and yeah. be safe, have fun, don't do stupid shit. Yeah. Yes, she actually got me a pillow, pillow for said, my birthday that said, "Be safe, don't have, do have stupid fun. shit." Don't do stupid. Love shit. mom and dad. Yeah. Love mom and dad. <laughs> I remember when Emmy started school, like, so Emmy's mom, Becky, my aunt, maybe sister, I, I always say she's probably my mother and nobody told her because we're like the same person. But I remember her calling me like a lot, just randomly to vent and being like, oh my God, I went, just like, dude, you know, I get it. I totally get it as being a mother. Again, you guys are probably like, who gives a shit? I'm 20. I'm not going to have kids. That's another thing I'm going to say too. So I waited till I was 28 to have, to adopt my son. So, and, um, Becky was just a little bit older than 28, but, um, I would say that maybe like even a mom. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I would say that for me, that was the biggest thing is I got married young. I got married at 25 and then no, I was 24, oh, you were 24. I was 24 when I got married. Um, but I had known my husband now husband for since I was like in elementary school, middle school. So it went a lot quicker than I would have done normally. But I would say that those years in between having a kid and getting married and having a kid was like the years that we always look back on because everybody says when you have a kid, you're so focused on your kid. And that's so true. You your know? life isn't like your life isn't anymore. your, oh, and your, your life kid. isn't your relationship. You know, my no. relationship with my husband, Josh is not me and him. It's about like, okay, Hey, uh, he's got to go to work. He works in Columbus. And so that's an hour drive. And it's like, okay, Hunter has this today. Hunter has that today. Uh, Hunter has this, like we're going on this trip and I'm not going to be around. So Hunter's got to have a note. And so for the whole, probably 18 years, you know, you have this one focus and then they leave and then it's you two again. Mm -hmm. So my advice is take that time in between you know, to actually do stuff together because after 18 years, you're going to be back together again and you better mm -hmm. sure shit hope you like each other. Mm -hmm. and, and people do change. I will tell you, my husband is a completely different person that I met when I started dating him. Like, you know, now we have a cattle farm and he's the person that he wants to be that he's always wanted to be, but never had the money to do. And I would say that if we didn't have those times together beforehand, mm -hmm. I'd probably resent him for being able to do all these things and me having to stay home and, you know, take care of my son and do all these other things while he can go out and travel for work and he gets to go to all these fun places for work. But, 
you know, we went to Italy, we went to France, we went to Barcelona, we did all the fun things that we wanted to do. We did road trips. And I would say for me as a, just like, you know, 35, I'm 35, but I don't dress like I'm 30. I don't, I mean, not the 35 is old, but I definitely don't act my age. And I think it's because of the fact that, I don't know, I think I just, just, you know, I kind of still in my mind relive those like years right out of school when I was like, just so easygoing and I'm not an easygoing person because I'm so anxiety ridden that I just, you know, don't even have time to deal with real life. <laughs> yes. I feel like our family should probably own stock in like antidepressants oh, and anti-anxiety every single one of point. us is on one even. Yes. Yeah. So even my husband. <laughs> and so it's like, um, I don't know. I think that my advice for people too is just take this time in between. Don't just rush to have kids because your family wants you to. So my parents are older. My parents are 71 and 70 and they wanted now that I'm 35. And so they wanted me to have kids like right away. Like they wanted me to have kids when I was like 25 or 26. And I was like, Oh hell no. You know, because you're still a kid yourself. And even at 28 having a kid and even at 35, I think I have no clue what I'm doing. I think that's true no matter what you start. No, I literally don't have a clue. No, nobody well, has a like clue when they a start. A lot of people are like, oh, yeah, when you get older, you get wiser. But I'm like, no. you hear no, you're like, just better you hear, at faking it. Yeah, you yeah. hear like, well, everyone's going through life for their first round. You're still learning as you go. Right. It's just like when you, when you bring that child home, whether it's through adoption mm -hmm. or through. Yeah. Birth, yeah, no. you take that child home and you look at the baby and you're like, holy You're like, they let me shit. leave with what this. What do I do now? <laughs> right, and they're what? up crying all yes. at, you know, and everybody's like, you know, I have my sister-in-law got pregnant when she was like 22 and her boyfriend, now husband, was 17. And so like he had turned 18 like the week or so before Lily was born. And so I look back at that now and he is 27 and has like a nine year old, uh, <laughs> almost seven year old and she's pregnant again. So she's having like a third kid, Tyler. And so for me, it's like, I didn't know that. Yeah. You didn't know Tyler was pregnant? Uh -uh. Yeah. Okay. So Tyler, my sister-in-law is pregnant again. And so anyway, she, you know, I look back at them and think, oh my God, like I wasn't even pregnant by the time I wasn't ever pregnant, but I wasn't even a mother by the time that. Owen is having a third child and you know that that was a thing for them I'm sure they're never going to ever listen to this episode <laughs> so, you can, so I can really you talk can about, say I can say want. whatever I want but I would assume that that you know a big issue for them was that they felt like they grew up so quickly yeah, yeah. you know they, had to they didn't have that, to, free, they didn't have that of, freedom of no, like no you know, doing things in between and being stupid and, you know, yeah. making mistakes. And then, you know, like, I don't know. My biggest thing was I was never going to settle for like, I, you know, if I would have stayed with the person that I was dating in high school, my life would be so different. And if I stayed with the person that I was dating in college, my, you know, my life was so, would be so different. And, and when so, you first got yourself, when I first got myself, my first boyfriend, <laughs> After I broke up with my my first first boyfriend, and then I, I got cried myself home. a second boyfriend. Got, got myself the old boyfriend, <laughs> yeah, the older man boyfriend, <laughs> older and then man. I got myself the real husband material. But I mean, I guess my thing for you guys and everybody listening that's young is like all our listeners, <laughs> <laughs> all them listeners. <laughs> going well right here. Yeah, and 
What's my left and what's my right? Yeah, that's right. Like, yeah. I'd like to know the statistics on this one when we put this out. If hey, I uh, my favorite. I'll show you the statistics of this one that comes out. Yeah, oh, I need Because we have put so much pre planning, pre planning work into this. Hey, usually so Gavin and I do write out a bulleted. We didn't do anything. We did not. No, there's no. It's no bullet. There's no no nothing. So if it's all over the place, yeah. it's just all over. Most the place. of the time, they are all. Over Maybe I'll go on. You know, be an armchair expert or something. You know, mm -hmm. got that? Mm -hmm. Dak Shepard from Armchair Expert. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he picks you up. What? When he picks you up on the the podcast. Yeah. Oh, You're on Spotify, listening. right? Kristen and Dak start listening. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Kristen and Dash. Who's that? Kristen Bell and Dak Shepard. Oh. Oh, oh, oh my sorry. God. <laughs> These youngins. I know. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get a drink real quick. Yeah. Taylor is having a... I'm having your... Your... Not Mountain Dew. Your lemonade. Your lemonade that you that turned your nose... That I turned my nose up to. Yeah. Okay. Favorite college memory. Go. Oh, gosh. Hey, you always talk about like, oh my gosh, I could... Like, close my eyes and just go back to that moment, like, right then and there. I'll tell you my most embarrassing college moment. Okay. So, Logan, my roommate that shows with her the boobs. boobs. With, the, with the great <laughs> boobs, apparently. And the great face that apparently everybody loved. Mm -hmm. She and I, and I also had this other... So, it was like... My other friend, her name was Randy, and she was, like, six foot and gorgeous, too. And I'm, like... Just five foot three, like walking around with these supermodels. <coughs> this is the first night I met. I got myself the boyfriend, <laughs> the, the boyfriend that was old, the twenty eight year old boyfriend. Um, twenty year old. I apparently year. on my way back into my house tripped on the sidewalk and fell in the bush, and stood up and I just had my skirt was up and my dress was up over myself and I just had my underwear. <laughs> over At least you wore underwear that night. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't after a while, but um, that's probably the most memory that we talk about now because in the time it was like so embarrassing, but now we're like, do you remember yeah. when we just didn't care? Like yeah. when we just went out, got so blackout drunk that we just came home. Don't say black. We didn't get blackout drunk. Not blackout drunk, just a little tipsy. <laughs> okay, Rebecca. Right, Good idea I'm... to get blackout drunk. I was over the age of 21. Girl, you just said that. I wasn't. I was 20. But I had a fake ID. So I was good. Oh, great. Now tell everybody to get a fake ID. <clears throat> I'm not saying nothing. Well, that <laughs> is another thing about I will give advice to the moms of college kids. Do not think that your child is not going to do things until they're 21 or 25 or whatever. Do not put your head in the sand and think your child would never get a fake ID. My child would never drink before they were 21. My child would never have sex before. <coughs> Don't think these things because, you know, I'm old and those things happened even back when I was in college. So just keep in mind that. And I'm 20 and I'm not saying I did any of those oh, no, things. No, no, of course, Emmy, I'm saying, Emmy, of course, doesn't do any of those things. But I'm just saying me. most kids do. Just yeah, most Taylor kids. Taylor did, and most other kids do, but yeah. never Emmy. Right. Course. And nope. then guess what? When you're 35, you're just looking at the clock saying, oh, it's 7.30. Two more hours till it's acceptable to go lay down in that bed. Yeah. 
I don't know. I think there's a lot that, <clears throat> you know, you think about when you're older that you wish you would have done. And I guess my advice for every, my last little bit of advice for everybody is don't be so hard on yourself because I remember sitting around just beating myself up over stupid things that now I'm like, I can't even remember what they were. And I, I hyper-focused on the things like, I've got to do really well in this class. I've got to do this. And I probably had to do it because... Did you hyper-focus on it? Yeah, because I failed math 20 again, times. Again, five years. I do not I, remember I had hyper-focused on this thing. Yeah, I, I got to the point where I was just like, I have got to do well in this or I'm never getting out of school. <laughs> this maybe, one math, algebra one's keeping me back. Yeah, this algebra one. Algebra it wasn't one. even out. It was probably algebra <laughs> what it was i can't even say hey i didn't go in anything like statistics i never took that shit i took astrology at the community college because the credits transferred over to something else I, I did i took astrology it's probably your history yeah, your it science was, class it probably was and then i also took like the all the oh something about all the religions of the world so i, I took world religions yes. yeah. i think i think that's a you have to do that I think yeah that's i took that at the everyone. columbus state community college because it was easier, is what I found out from my friends. So that's another little tip. If you got friends that are in your class, make sure you find out what to take and what not Example, to take. Example, I'm taking two classes this upcoming semester that my roommates suggested. Yes. One, online dance. Which I think is hysterical. Online dance. Online dance. Online dance. Online dance and art as a world phenomenon or whatever. Man, and if you're real smart and you have the same major as someone else that you're friends with, get the class that they just took with the teacher that they just took. And you might get yourself a really good grade because you got their papers to cheat on. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying to do that. We're I'm not. Just again, we're not saying, no, we're not to, saying do to do any, any of these. So I don't think they use papers anymore. Too. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> too it's been too long. Yes. I. The only reason I know is because of, like I talk to Emmy now and she does not have papers. No, I, do I just got a she does, today. She does take notes and she takes phenomenal notes. Oh, thank you. I'm a very proud mother. I never took notes. That was my issue. Well, Again, really five sad. years in the making. Five years in the making. But the hey, making. I did six six months. I did do an internship in New York. She City. did, and that's why it took her so long. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's why. It that's took her story, and she's the other her. year and a half that was missing <laughs> had <laughs> nothing to do with grades <laughs> or the fact that I didn't sometimes go to the class. Mm. Especially that math class. That math class. No, I just got really good at figuring out when I could drop the class to still get my money back. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's also you should have gone into finance. <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. I'm so good at saving money. <laughs> We're all such financial wizards in this yeah. family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you guys for offering your advice and being on this podcast episode. Tune in. I don't actually know when this episode is going live, but hope you guys enjoyed. Check out the Instagram, and there might be a new episode possibly next Monday. So, see you guys. Bye, you guys. Bye. 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 See ya.